everybody got a podcast Everybody is a critic But nobody will admit it Everybody going live now Everybody want it right now Click the link up in the bow Everybody got a new line Everybody is offended Give a fuck in your opinion Everybody got a right away Macho Man shirts on eBay that I want to buy <laughs> Did I say something funny? That was the most random shit I've ever heard you say. I want... I don't know if you can... You can't really see it. My camera sucks. But it's cream of the crop! Rises to the top! I want to get one of those. I want to get one of those. I want to get this Ultimate Warrior shirt that I was looking at. There's a Roddy Piper versus Brett Hit, uh, the Hitman Hart shirt I want to get. And there's a Dusty Rhodes American Dream shirt I really want to get. Um, but yeah, that's what I do on payday after I pay bills. Is I spend an hour looking at shit that I don't need that I really want. And then I convince myself not to get it. I've been looking at that Cream of the Crop shirt for almost a year and a half now. It's only 20 bucks plus shipping. But like I still don't pull the trigger on it. I just bought Batman the Animated Series complete with Batman Mask of the Phantasm and Batman Sub-Zero for 15 bucks. Blu-ray? DVD? Digital. Nice. I actually have uh, all of those on physical DVD media still. I have the Batman Animated Series box set that, that they released years ago, and then they re-released it on Blu-ray, and I was like, oh, I would love to get that, but I've already got one version of it. Yeah, this is the Blu-ray version, so I'll take it. I don't blame you. It's just, it's a kick in the teeth because I know how much it cost you, mm-hmm. and I know how much it cost me when I bought the original box set. <laughs> yep. Over That's 100 why. What was your Scrabble total for the week? I have no idea. I'll be honest. I, I don't like, I really don't like Last FM. You motherfucker. I really don't, man. I, I haven't, I don't look at it. I really don't look at it. And when I do look at it, I'm just like... I can see what I listen to on Spotify. Like I don't care about this. This I, I get why you care about it, but I'm I'm not obsessive to this point, man. Like it's just weird. I don't even know how to look for this shit. I don't even know. I got the app open. What am What am I supposed to hit? So look at reports, and it'll just show you what you, how many scrabbles you had last week. Uh, Four hundred seventy nine total, sixty eight okay. average daily. That's not bad. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta pump up those numbers a little bit. I'm gonna delete this app today. Yeah, you also drive for a living where your speaker is like your <laughs> communication, so it doesn't count. That's like me saying, hey, Bob, Bob, open up your Pacer app. How many, how many steps did you get today? Because I've got two and a half miles in under an hour, so. Show me yours. I used, I used to do 9,000 before breakfast. I like to sit in front of the TV and put the DDP yoga thing on and just do the basic stretches, get my legs all cranked, the kinks worked out. And then I like to run for about an hour. What I'll do is I'll put my, my stopwatch timer on when I start. When I As soon as I get to the track, I hit that. And then uh, when I'm done, I'll check and see how long I'd been on there. And then I will immediately open up my Pacer app and see how many steps I got, how many miles I ran, how many calories I burned. Like, I don't know. It's, it's weird. Like, I don't necessarily understand all of it. I, I kind of get it. But I'm, I'm fascinated with the ritual of it, of it all. I can definitely get, give you a better app for that that I used for years and years and years. 
called Runtastic. Runtastic. Yeah, and uh, Nikki Nanjos is on there. Oh, um, this is like a social media app. No, 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 no. You can just follow like other people's runs and stuff, and like, so like if I'm like I would, it's really weird. Like you're really I weird, would, dude. Wanting to follow other people's shit. Like first it scrabbles out, so you can follow people's workout regiments. Like that's a next level of creep. With Runtastic, I got into it just because I found it to be the most complete running app. Okay. And that was that was just a part of it, and like. I remember the first time I realized that was even a thing. I was running a like a 10k, which is six miles, and I'm about I don't know 30 yards from the finish, and I'm sprinting, and you hear "go go go" in your headphones. I was like, "What the fuck was that?" And it's people cheering you on on the app, just oh. random people. Hmm. And I was like, oh, like, people can just try to, you know, get you pumped up. And I was like, that's fucking weird. It threw me off. You're describing it to me the way I imagine Truman Burbank would, would, would find that out if he was still living in the Truman Show and jogging around and all of a sudden a voice came in and he was like, what? It's kind of what it was like. It, it's, it's, I, that kind of stuff I'm not a big fan of. Okay, so. Welcome. <laughs> To Bob and Doug save you from boredom. Hopefully that certainly yeah. saved you from boredom. Well, then. I turned on YouTube this morning before I before I left to go run and was looking at some of the news updates for today. And uh, a lot of them were uh, Pentagon deadline slowly, slowly, deadline slowly closing in for June uh, deadline for the Pentagon to release declassified information on UFOs. And it was just like one thing after another about like Pentagon, UFO, UFO existence. And, uh, in the front, and nobody cares. And nobody cares. And all I could think about was like, I'm like, isn't that, wouldn't that be a fucking amazing season series finale to our species? That like mm-hmm. after all this time, after all this bullshit of not being able to just figure shit out together and have to continuously be assholes and separate and... And, and divide and conquer, like, the ending of it is Independence Day. Uh, the aliens come down and just fucking wipe us out like Thanos. I'd be okay with it. I mean, I'm not going to lie. I, I, I'm I really not afraid of death. That's that's the last thing I'm afraid of. I'm more afraid of frogs than I am of, of my own mortality. Agreed. Agreed. Uh, um, I fucking hate frogs. I do, too. Um, but that being said, I loved Battletoads. Well, Battletoads was part of a generation of games, that, uh, of 16-bit games that you couldn't help but love, man. They were so much fun. Earthworm Jim. Eight, 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 eight bit. bit. That's right. They started 8-bit. I forgot. Um, but all of that news article stuff, like, stuck in my head. Uh, the UFO shit stuck in my head as I was running this morning. And I had this really great, like, uh, hip-hop punk rock playlist. And for some reason, Good Charlotte got thrown into that playlist. Uh yeah, it was disappointing. Um, but I was listening to all this different various music um, and thinking about the UFO. And then I, for whatever reason, I came home and put up the fire stick. And it had all these new, uh, usually like every week they update like the main menu. So you get to see like all the new Prime movies that you can stream for free if you want. And I hadn't seen Galaxy Quest. I couldn't tell you the last time I watched that movie. Such a good movie. And all of this UFO shit, like just, I don't know if it just kind of subconsciously buried its way in there. But like... 15 minutes into it, I, I found myself texting Paul, and I was like, by Grabthar's hammer, I'm fucking enjoying this movie all over again, man. 
I don't think you realize how serious I am about driving up there. I guess not. Like, no, like, I'm considering coming up there within, like, the next two months. I've just got to figure out the right time to go. Like, well, I got you. I've discussed it with my wife. She's like, go. Get out of the house. <laughs> I wish I wish she would come with you. I know she can't because of work and, and all that stuff, but, like, she... Right now is the perfect time to come here. Like, the weather... You, <laughs> the weather is fucking amazing. It's going to get even better. It's, it's just going to keep getting better until about... September and then it's gonna start sucking dick again for a couple Wait, of months. What's what's the high there today? Ch- today is actually chilly. Yesterday or two days ago was was like our warmest. It was like eighty seven. It was very humid. It reminded me of Florida, oddly enough. Yeah, I, I don't want that though. But <laughs> but it fluctuates. That's what I'm saying. This time of year it fluctuates. So that was that was two days ago. Today our high right now outside it's forty nine, but it feels like forty four. And the high today is projected to be fifty six. And okay. it's sunny, sunshine, and then tomorrow's supposed to be 68, and by next week it's going to be in the low 70s, but you also have to consider that even though it seems like as it gets into the 80s, you're like, oh, that sounds just too warm. It's not like Florida warm, dude. Like, there's dude, nothing. R- you- right now, the real feel is 96, right now. It is currently 85. It's going to hit 90 with the real feel of 97 degrees. Um Max UV index of extreme. <laughs> um, rain probability a whopping six percent, and average cloud cover a whopping fourteen percent. It is just pure sun hell outside. Can I tell you? That's what it is up here. I love this. I, I'm. What I miss about Florida, you, you said the percentage of rain and all that, and I, I, I remember so many times. Working as a delivery truck driver back then in Florida and driving through just torrential downpour rain all day. And let me tell you something. At first, when you first, I was in my 20s when I started doing that job. I fucking hated the way I hate snow in the wintertime here. I hated being in that kind of rain. But a year into that job doing that, I fell in love with how good it would feel. Like, you wear shorts and just a t-shirt while you're working, and you get out in that warm rain, how it hits. The, I miss warm rain. Like, here it rains, and it's fucking so like, cold. So, so, like some, so like somebody peeing on you. I, I don't give a shit. I do. Fucking R. Kelly it all up, baby. Like, I like the feel of warm water on my body. I said it. Piss. <laughs> whatever. All right, that's coming up. <laughs> I use the medical term. <laughs> yeah. I listened to the Meter Maids. Okay. I enjoyed it quite a bit. Um, when's the last time they put something out? Years. Uh, actually, uh, We Brought Knives, I believe, was their last uh, album. And I want to say that's been more than five years now. I'm, I'm looking it up. Just so I don't. That's the other thing is I, I listening to the old brothers from other mothers podcast. I say a lot of inaccurate shit and about <laughs> shit that I love, and I want to get this shit accurate on this podcast. 2014 was the last album they released, which seven years bothers me so much because those two guys together, I genuinely there. There's a couple out. There's one album that that is it's good, but it's 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 definitely a departure of what they normally sound like. But their lyrical, the, I love their li- the lyrical uh, 
like you're a guy who talks about lyrics, and I'm not necessarily a lyrical person, but those two guys, when they the way they write and, and the wordplay that they use, I love it. I love listening. No, to it, they had a really good they had a really good wordplay together. The cadence is good. And um, did you listen to the album I sent to you, Chris Body? Mm-hmm. Not in its entirety, but that does not mean that I didn't like it. It just means that when I'm at work, sometimes I need something a little bit more upbeat to get me through it. And and Chris Body is definitely there's some upbeat to it, but it, it is exactly what you described it. It's jazz, and I like jazz, mm-hmm. and I and I definitely liked his. I liked some of the guests that were on on the on the album, um, but it's it's I have not listened to it fully yet because it's just it's got to be one of those those moods where like it's like a Saturday afternoon. I've got nothing going on. I get really fucking high and I'll lay on the couch and listen to that. That's the that's when I like listening to that kind of music when I've got nothing else going on. It's not something I can run to for sure, but I enjoyed it and I could see why you recommended it. It very much reminded me of Scott Kloffenstein and the Littlest Man Band quite a bit actually, in some of the horn parts. Mm-hmm. Yeah, um, I uh, I watched um, Army of the Dead this morning when I got off work. I didn't realize how many people uh, really hated it. Based on uh, uh, you said you said something the other day, which was, was the first thing I heard, and then as soon as you said that, it's like my TV heard it, and everything on YouTube was just like uh, YouTube videos uh, uh, of reaction and reviewers would be like, "Why Army of the Dead sucks," and I'm like. I guess I, I guess I'm, I've got no taste because I, I, I didn't think it was the worst thing I've ever seen. It's definitely not the worst thing I've ever seen. I'd give it like a two out of a five. I'd probably if give it a three. If you're talking about like great films, I would say it's not the worst, but I wouldn't. It's, it's a decent popcorn flick. Sure, and that's all it. That's all it. Yeah. I think it needed to be. You know. Um, now. When you get into the whole robot zombie part of it, that's what interests. See, I didn't, I didn't, I, I caught it. I, I caught it when it happened, and I was like, "What?" I saw the eyes, and then when I saw the headshot, and the, I'm like, "What the fuck is it? Is that just part of like the mutagen?" And I, I guess he's setting this up for like a trilogy. It's supposed to be a trilogy, so yeah, and and an animated series. Everybody's got to do a fucking animated series. Yeah. So, my thoughts on Army of the Dead. Um, Enjoyable. Uh, not great. Yeah. Very, very over the top. Yeah. Very, very over the top. I mean, and I read somewhere, somebody said something that actually kind of made me laugh and made sense. And it's like, Zack Snyder is just Michael Bay for comics. I'm cool with that. Because he does I'm it like, well. Yeah. Um, a little bit too much use of Lynn Flair in this film. I mean, he went full J.J. Abrams, but... Mm, I didn't really feel that way. Like, like when they, dude, when that whole beginning scene when they first show like the queen, there was lens flare for like five minutes straight. I'm like, all right, we get it. The sun's go behind. Go back and watch her. Super Eight. That's that's two and a half hours of a flare. I fucking love flare. Super Eight. I that do too. I do too. But that's two and a half hours of nonstop lens flare. That is the most of all of his movies. That is, to me, that is the most noticeable of, of use overuse of lens flare is Super 8. Every fucking shot has a fucking circular lens flare popping in it. It's also his, probably his best film. I don't know if I'd say it's his best, I but I'd say, certainly uh, put uh, it up uh, in yeah, my top Star Trek five. Into Darkness actually over Star Trek. And I love the first Star Trek, but I fucking loved Into Darkness. Never watched either of them. <sighs> Not a Star Trek fan. Dude, can I say something? Um... 
I don't, can. I don't know. I don't know if either of them are streaming on anything. I know Star Trek Beyond is, and that he didn't direct that one. That one was the guy from Fast and the Furious movies. But uh, Star Trek. Um, re- watch the first Star. Watch his. Watch his first Star Trek movie. I, I've heard so many arguments over the years of why people don't like Star Trek or can't get into Star Trek. I, I'm not a fan of the TV show. I, I loved the movies as a kid, and I really enjoyed like Discovery and Next Generation and shit like that. Um, same way I enjoyed Battlestar Galactica, but his first Star Trek movie is so digestible and packaged for a person who never thought in a million years they'd give a fuck about Star Trek. Winona, Winona Ryder... As Spock's mother will break your fucking heart, and you watch watch that fucking movie and tell me I'm wrong, goddammit. You'll you'll call. We will do a podcast where you'll want to talk about Winona Ryder alone, and she's hardly in the fucking movie, dude. But her scenes. We can do a podcast just talking about Winona Ryder now. No, 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 no. You've got to watch Star Trek, man. You need to at least watch the first one. If you don't like it, fine. I I, I will try. I will try. It's got such a great cast, man. I like Chris Pine in Hell or High Water. I did too. I like Chris Pine though. I think he's a good actor. What's, what's the other guy in Hell or High Water? Ben um, Ben Foster. All right, so I'm going to send you down a different. Again, this is not going to be your average cup of tea. Sure. Um, so the artist is Max Richter, recomposed. It's a recomposition of Vivaldi's The Four Seasons. Okay. So a passenger recommended this to me the other night. I'd never heard it in my life. Fucking blew me away. Okay. And I've listened to it over and over and over. I've started just listening to Max Richter's... He's a composer. He's a classically trained pianist. And some of the stuff is amazing. He's done a lot of uh, film scores and stuff too, but this recomposed album I really enjoy. I will. Is it on Spotify? Yep. Okay. Um, I will listen to it. I'm the one I want you to listen to. I got to look up and see if it's streaming because I, I listen to a lot of obscure stuff that just I've bought in over the years, and then I can't find it streaming anywhere. And uh, that is the the curse of living my life. <laughs> That sucks. That's not a curse, man. No mess cleanup is not a curse, and I will not be shamed by you or anybody else. There's plenty of good men that come into socks. Name 32 of them. I couldn't name 32 of them. I can name 37 in a row. I don't think you could. Uh, Okay, I'm going to... I found it. It's it's available for free. It's on Bandcamp. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's a, a, a group that I couldn't tell you. I, I don't remember how I got into them or where I discovered them. It was, it was definitely a, about over a decade ago. And it's a, a group called Mel Gibson and the Pants. They've only released three albums that I can tell. They're, I think they're a, a Minneapolis or a Minnesota hip-hop collective, like a group of dudes. And um, I've got all three of their albums. I, I enjoy all three of them. It's very unusual hip-hop. I believe I believe another there are a couple of the members are also in another another hip hop group called Twin Peaks that I also enjoy but not as much as I enjoy there, something about Mel Gibson and the Pants to me sounds like what what if what Tool would sound like the hip hop version of Tool if that makes any sense mm. um, and I'm I'm recommending their 2007 album their last album Sea versus uh, Shining Sea 
My life ain't never been a picnic. Stuck in the muck with the wicked bones. Filling with viscous liquids, getting harder just to spit it back up with a hack of cotton. That's the one I'm recommending because I think that one is is certainly uh, the catchiest. Maybe not at first, but like the third song, That Ain't a Knife, is I, I like that song quite a bit. I like the album. I like them. So. I, I'm, I'm getting a trend here. I'm giving you like classical jazz and you're giving me obscure hip-hop but that's what i listen to a lot of like don't get me wrong you can look at my scrabbles and clearly when i'm running i listen to a certain type of music when i'm working though uh when i'm by myself at home and i've got spotify on the tv in the background like i listen to a lot of indie hip-hop the vivaldi album the max richter album and the next album that i'm going to pick you have to promise me that you will just get fucking baked Turn off the lights and just lay there and listen. Max Turn off Richard. the lights and lay there and listen. Okay. Damn, my phone keeps blowing up. Hold on. I'm sorry, man. Yeah, I'm getting different texts. I've got three people texting me, man. I'm a busy motherfucker. Oh, clearly. I mean, fucking businessman Doug over here. I'm right. so popular. Like, fuck off, I'd dude. Fucking this... not a not a surf. Your god. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm so sorry. Am I offending you and all your Twitter followers, like Ty Gibson or whatever his fucking name is, and my hero <laughs> Andrew WK Tyrese? Did I say Ty? I said Ty Gibson, right? Tyrese. All these uh, fucking it's... celebrities you got following you, and you're gonna give me shit about being popular? Suck a dick, you photograph whore. <laughs> Photograph war? What does that even mean? It means it's eleven eighteen in the morning and I'm not firing on all cylinders. Wow, that was weak <laughs> sauce, dude. I'm sorry that your hero is following me. I don't know why he's following me. But once we actually put this show out, I'll link it to him so he can try to follow you. So Max Richter, you want me to get really baked to before I listen to Recompose, and then next week's album or the next episode same thing. Same thing. Okay. I'm gonna go run errands. I gotta go get a new tank for Ray and tank. T uh, new vape tank. Oh, oh, that's actually what I'm going to get. Just not that kind. Yeah, definitely not the same kind. I'm getting a Pax battery for THC jewel pods. Ours is for nicotine only. It's fine. One of these products is beneficial mentally, mind, body, spirit. One of them very harmful, but. Actually, nicotine is not what's harmful to you. It's the additives in it. Right, and there's no additives in this, so it's not the same. Sure, sure. Aluminum's not an additive. I'm good, you're right. There's no aluminum in this. From China? No. It's actually made here in town. They say that. They say that. But it no, I've, I, I, I've actually been to the place where they make it. Oh, I'm sure they've shown you the whole fucking lemon setup that, that, to get everybody into it. But yeah, it comes in three-pound packages from China. It's like ground-up rhino shit that they put in, uh, put in it. I read a whole article on it on, on InfoWars. Oh. I knew you were a big Alex Jones fan. I mean... I'm, I'm, I don't uh, give a fuck. I uh, unabashedly other, do enjoy him. Other than your hero, Ben Shapiro, I mean... First of all, Ben Shapiro's not my hero. <laughs> He's a dude that I enjoy listening to. All right, man, yeah. I gotta go take a leak really bad. This is our show. <laughs> <laughs> all right, man, have a good one.